Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Marineland Boating Center, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show. Happy Friday to everyone. Aaron Sexton in the house, as always, for this Friday. And we'll uh, take it home. Aaron, lots of excitement around uh, the Baylor. Lots of excitement locally. You get softball games, baseball games. Uh, what Central Texas knows how to do. It's spring sports. Everybody had some great finishes in track and field. Now uh, softball had um, Tom's been doing these Bosqueville games. Uh, lots of excitement in the uh, in the area. And Aaron MCC, we've been having a lot of MCC players, coaches on, and uh, Mitch Thompson and his crew. What an amazing bunch that is! In fact, getting ready to head to. Grand Junction, Colorado. Going to be beautiful on Monday. I think it's the travel day. They will head out there, and then that tournament, the uh, World Series, uh, National Junior College uh, World Series, will take place the 28th through the 4th. And Aaron, I may just, you never know, I might just decide you and I need to get out there because that is gorgeous weather. Now, we're going to get a cold front moving in tomorrow, maybe even this evening. Rain's coming in some parts of central Texas and into the Metroplex, and uh, weather's going to change tomorrow. Somebody was telling me, to, uh, Aaron, I don't know if you've looked at tomorrow. I hadn't really studied it, and I was watching the PGA Championship, kind of keeping an eye on things, and somebody just said, hey, yeah, I don't think it's going to get to 70 tomorrow. I don't think it's going to get to 70 degrees. I didn't know it was going to be that chilly, but uh, we're going to get some weather changes. Always exciting when some of those things happen, so we'll keep our eye on all of that. Now, Aaron, we've been so excited about MCC baseball. Of course, I did some DB. We went up there and did that DBU Baylor game. Somebody, somebody said apparently Mosley was doing a doing you know too many DBU interviews. That's okay. Um, but um, Aaron, the Baylor Bears. My alma mater, the team of your childhood, the team you root for, the team you do a lot of these games and and produce and, and kind of have to run the board for those things. And, Aaron, think about the the rough ones you've sat through during conference this year. I mean, I, and you don't complain. You don't complain, at least not publicly. No, I'm kidding. I don't even know if you do privately. But how about that last night? How fun was that? The Baylor Bears being down like, golly, it was nine to two. I think at one point it was eleven to three. Yes, and then the seventh inning, they come all the way back and make it eleven to eleven. I think Jared McKenzie had the big blow in there with the was that McKenzie Aaron? Does that sound right to you? That had the grand slam. I think that's I correct. Yes. Okay, gets the grand slam, makes it eleven ten. And then they drive home the tying run, win it in extras. And and I love the celebration. 
I mean, that's a team that uh, has quite honestly just been through a whole lot uh, this year, injuries, everything else. And so then to get that win was really cool and, and very exciting. And to do it, uh, I, that's, just, that's just great. Um, and that's a, that's a tremendous. Hey, if you're going to, it's been a rough season for the Bears, but who knows? Maybe this will kind of give them, get them going. Uh, and they clinched a spot in the Big 12 tournament, okay? Only eight teams go to that. And so they needed to finish in that top eight. And the, the, actually, a Kansas loss secured it, but then the Baylor win, that was the way to do it. Secure it with the win. So exciting times. Aaron, could you hear the uh, – I don't know if you were at the station or, or you had uh, made it home. Could you hear the cheers, though, from wherever you were? I mean, that was a, that was a very exciting Baylor comeback. Um, I, I watched the replay of the uh, Big 12 Plus broadcast, and you can hear the crowd a little, a little better oh, on that. Um, but it was, uh, it was pretty wild, and it was, it was a great uh, – like you said, it was a great feeling, and and a, a great call by Derek Smith on the radio last night. It was really, really, like I said on John's show, kind of a palate cleanser after a few of those going the other way uh, earlier in the season and last weekend against Kansas State. Aaron, I, I mean, I didn't know you were going to start talking about palate cleansers. Very what, what is? What, yeah, yeah, I know. I've seen your, I've seen your. Uh, some of the things you eat, very sophisticated palate. That's what, what I, I I love a good sports palate cleanser. Aaron, if what is the perfect palate cleanser? Would you say? I would say some very expensive restaurants go with. They'll give you a little sorbet, sorbet yeah. to cleanse the palate. Do you have anything else? What is your what's your go to um, palate cleanser? Klondike like a barbecue bar. barbecue sandwich. <laughs> I like that. I like that. A good ice cream. For me, when I need a good palate cleanser, I get a gut pack. All right? I just get a gut pack over at VTEX, and and that kind of gets me going a little bit. Oh, Aaron, to keep you updated in all that is sports, uh, our man – Spieth just had a great shot. This is the PGA Championship at Southern Hills in Tulsa going on. Uh, I, I did want to bring everybody up to date. Will Zalatoris, now Spieth just missed. I don't want to, people are like, Mosley didn't complete his thought. Well, that's pretty much all the time. But Spieth just, um, just parred, could have gotten it to one over, and really had a good look at it, and he just pulled it a little bit. He barely missed it, and he's going to remain at two over. The leader at the PGA Championship is Justin <clears throat> Thomas. All right, Justin Thomas is at 600, shot a 67, 367 today, went out, did a nice job. Will Zalatoris, who hails from? Aaron, do you know? I'll tell you, he's a Texan. Where is Will Zalatoris from in Texas? Fort Worth. Dallas. I think I was close on a complete uh-huh. guess. Oh, you were. You were. But uh, uh, anyway, we got uh, Will Zalatoris is now in second place. He's still out of the course. Um, oh, oh, wait. He's now slipped down um, to 
third place because – oh, no, he's tied for second. I'm sorry. I'm confusing everybody here. Uh, Pereira, somebody named Pereira, and only Pereira I know. Now, Tiger's right on the cut line. Pereira is now tied for second. I wish I could tell you who he was. Tiger is exactly on the cut line. He is at four over. Just had a really nice shot at a birdie. He ends up uh, with the par, but it is uh, – and, and the thing that's really grabbed my attention is when I'm looking at the leaderboard right here, I checked out for a second. Okay, here he is. I was wondering how far Roy McElroy was back. Roy McElroy, the leader after the first round, is now three shots back. All right, and he appears to be two over for his round. He just finished the front side, and he finished in a 37. So he was two over for that side. Man, I'm watching poor Tiger, Aaron. Some of these, like to go from the green to the tee box, are, are steep elevations. And I'm watching Tiger go up these hills. Yikes. Man, I wish we had some stairs or something. You don't want to make Tiger climb these big, steep tee boxes. But he made it up there, and now he goes to 10. Tiger, again, is at four over. I believe that makes him even for the round. Oh, man, I just hate to see him like this, Aaron. He is moving very gingerly, okay? And uh, we'll uh, we'll kind of keep our eye on Tiger as the day unfolds. Now, I did want to say congratulations, Aaron. The president of Baylor University, Dr. Linda Livingstone, President Livingstone, we call her, has been given and uh, earned, she's earned it, an extension. The Board of Regents has voted and approved what appears to be a 10-year extension. Now, I'm not totally, I'll read all this and decide what her current deal, but we don't usually talk about presidents like we do of, of football players, you know, we'll, like we talk about like Pat Mahomes' contract. But th- the good news is, she is now under contract. It's been extended, I should say. Yeah. All the way through 2032. 2032. Aaron, doesn't that sound like light years away? I mean, think about how old. Well, let's not think about how old we'll be by then. But that, that gets President Livingstone. That means she's going to be with us um, as Baylor's president for a long, long time. And uh, there's also some other things approved monuments and other things that we'll talk more about. But the big news is, you know, Mac Rhodes had his extension done here recently. Now President Livingstone, these things seem to happen at the same time. Part of the reason being, I believe, that this AD and this president are extremely close. And I think that's a good thing. I think that's a good thing when that happens. Uh, part of the thing is, Aaron, that the um, uh, President Livingstone's name was coming up for possible, you know, replacements to be the NCAA president. Um, that uh, that guy that everybody hates, what's his name, Aaron? Emmert, Mark Emmert, it will be stepping down. And I always said to myself, why in the world would she, I mean, I know the money would be good and all that, but again, it's a very thankless job. Everybody inherently already hates the NCAA. You want to be go be the, the face of that organization? Now, is Mark Emmert a good person to follow? Yeah. 
Yeah, he's a great person to follow because everybody can't stand him and he's done a poor job. That's the kind of person you want to follow. But I, I don't think President Livingstone was you know, entertaining thoughts of being the Big 12 commissioner or taking over the, as president of the NCAA. But, I mean, on the off chance that she was, and I think this, uh, the regents wanted to take care of her just like they took care of Mac Rhodes. They have made an enormous commitment, and now they, uh, she has an extension all the way till two thirds, uh, 2032. Now, Aaron, I know this is hard to believe, but we are not the only ones, apparently, who have put in a request. I immediately reached out to my good buddy Jason Cook, who is the right-hand man of the president, CEO, CMO, chief marketing officer at Baylor. I mean, he's over a lot of things. And to, to see if we could have the president on. And so, Aaron, we'll try for Monday or Tuesday. I am also told many other people have requested to talk to the president. Now, Aaron, I would hope that among all those people, we would be at the top of the list. Okay, but now I don't know if that's accurate. I'm just saying I would hope that would be the case. I uh, For our Schmaltz's trivia question of the week, you want to win two free sandwiches? Here's how you play. Text us 254-662-1660. That's 254-662-1660 to win two free sandwiches to Schmaltz's. And by the way, while we do this, also text in, and I'm going to be choosing... We have an uh, opportunity to give away four more seats to the um, to the Texas Sports Hall of Fame uh, dinner that's going on tomorrow night, the uh, banquet, and we got four. We got uh, all these big time. Uh, Randy Galloway's going in, Brad Sham, and we've got great friends over John McClain from the Star Telegram, Shereen Williams, who was at the uh, I say John McClain. I'm sorry, he was at Houston Chronicle. Uh, Shereen Williams, my mind's jumping around, was with the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. She's been honored quite a bit lately. John McClain continues to receive many, many honors. I mean, it, the, the, it never stops. And uh, John McClain had retired from the Houston Chronicle effectively, I don't know, within the past month or so. And now he'll be honored uh, by the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. I'll be there tomorrow night, and I hope to... Uh, I hope to get to visit with some of you. So here's the trivia question. And then also, if you want to go to this banquet tomorrow night, uh, you're interested, just text in your name and, and uh, number. Your number will probably be on the text. And we're going to have four more spots for you. And you can sit at my table. All right? And uh, that'll be very exciting. Here's the trivia question. To win a sh- two free sandwiches to Schmaltz's. I was at Baylor. I graduated in 1995. I started at Baylor in 1991. All right. Who was the president of Baylor University when I started college? Because toward the end of my time, it changed. And all what you have to, to get this one right and to win these two free sandwiches you just need to tell me my freshman year, 1991, at Baylor, who was the president of Baylor. All right? It's pretty easy. Pretty easy. 
And um, I'm trying to think if I could spice this up a little bit. I'll tell you what. Also, who was the head basketball coach at Baylor? Head men's basketball coach. The head men's basketball coach uh, in 1991 and the, and the uh, president of Baylor. When I got to, when I got to Baylor in 1991 all right i'll just tell you i'll give you a little hint the basketball coach was from a a famous coaching family all right he was from a famous coaching family i'm talking about the men's basketball coach at baylor name the president and here's how you do it 254-662-1660 that's 254-662-1660 to win those two free sandwiches or text in if you want um tickets to the um in fact i'll give away let's do four of these i'll let two people uh, you know we'll give uh we'll let two we'll have two winners and you can bring a guest kind of thing let's do it that way all right and um because people like to bring their wives and loved ones and all that kind of stuff so two winners and um and you can bring a guest if you're interested in the Texas Sports Hall of Fame banquet tomorrow night, big names going in. Brad Sham, voice of the Cowboys. Randy Galloway, my longtime co-host in Dallas and the longtime sports writer. John McClain, uh, Houston Chronicle. Um, and uh, we'll, uh, it'll, be, uh, it'll be a great time out there. Okay. Um, text if you want to win any, of, any and all of those things. All right, next. It will be time for something we call Chillin' with Quillin'. The sports director of Channel 6, KCEN, Curtis Quillen, is next. Your weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. Check them out at nitschegroup.com. With the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency, Texans can go to one company and get access to insurance coverage options from many carriers. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Partly cloudy, breezy, and humid tonight with lows falling to 76 degrees. We'll see a mix of sun and clouds tomorrow with a 30% chance of afternoon showers and thunderstorms. 94 and once the front moves through, much cooler weather on Sunday with a 30% chance of showers and storms and a high of only 77. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A style format, helping to break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kaleo with the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on our website or Spotify. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. They buy gold and silver jewelry at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. Bring in your broken or scrapped jewelry or perhaps an item you want to say goodbye to. And the professionals at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond will make you a cash offer on the spot. These jewelry appraisals are free. And you can also trade in your unwanted gold or silver jewelry for an existing item in the store. It's the world's greatest Western store. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robertson Drive in Waco. 
Whether you own a convenience store or the corner sandwich shop, TNS Financial Solutions of Waco wants to be your ATM and credit card processing partner. They offer state-of-the-art ATMs and credit card processing and boast a combined 20 years of experience in offering top-notch customer service. TNS Financial Solutions equipment has the most up-to-date software and capability needed to keep up with today's fast pace. If you need an ATM for your business, learn more at tnsfinancialsolutions.com. Your home for Baylor baseball is ESPN Central Texas. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. At UBO Business Services, we are brand agnostic. We support many different brands, but only the best products from each provider. Our analysts favor flexible systems that don't leave you locked into a one-brand technology solution. Being flexible allows your organization to stay nimble and take advantage of the latest emerging technologies. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. And a lot of people, when they come in, they'll say, I'm usually much more active, but since I've been in pain, I've had to limit the activities I'm doing. You're listening to Janelle, an arch support specialist at the Good Feet Store. The next step is getting them in the right arch supports. After walking around with the arch supports, they'll feel much freer and lighter. Our goal is to have that long-term change for them to make sure that they're continuing to notice a difference in their life. Try them for yourself with a free fitting at the Good Feet Store. Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. In the Eastern Conference Finals, Boston evens the series at one with a win over the Heat, 127-102. Game two of the Western Conference Finals tonight, Warriors and Mavericks, 8 o'clock tip-off. High school baseball, Bosqueville beat Toller 10-1. Game two of the series tonight from Stephenville, 6 o'clock first pitch on kicker. Crawford softball beat Archer City in game one, 13-5. A day off today, game two tomorrow, first pitch at 1 o'clock on 104.9 FM. Baylor baseball comes from eight down to a walk-off win, 13-11 over Oklahoma. State. Bears and Cowboys again tonight. First pitch at 6.30. You can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Rangers lost to the Astros 5-1. Game 2 of that series tonight. 7.05 first pitch. And you can hear that game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center. Every 20 minutes. Only on ESPN Central Texas. Now time for Chilling with Quillen on ESPN Central Texas. All right, let's chill with Quill for a second and uh, chilling with Quillin. Curtis is, uh, he's finishing up a couple things on the set. He's always on the set. Loves a good sport coat. Don't know, they don't always show what he has on underneath the desk. I assume it's maybe short sometimes and flip-flop, flip-flops. Oh, well, good. Oh, okay. Oh, gosh, I didn't even know. I just oh, suddenly I heard uh, Quillen talking. There he is. And uh, <laughs> let me give you a proper, a proper uh, Curtis Quillen is the sports director over at Channel 6. And, um, I mean, 
Curtis, it's a uh, this is uh, always fun to have you for uh, chilling with Quillen, and this is a fun time of year. I mean, football, of course, is what people generally get most excited about, but with the level of softball, baseball, and then of course the track and field. There are in tennis and golf. I don't want to leave out. I saw some folks from Lake Belton that were doing a great job in golf recently. This is a this is an exciting uh, Curtis time to be a sports director and to be in the sports business. Now, um, boy, Matt has been out recently. I know y'all were excited about some of the crowds you saw. I'm trying to think what game it was. I want to say Channel Six was out there, and maybe it was Matt Lively. And, I mean, whatever crowd it was here just in the last couple of days just grabbed y'all's attention. I mean, this was a, this was a capacity crowd. Now, what, which game am I thinking about? I think you're thinking about Axel and Valley Mills last night. Yes, uh, The yes. one-game winner-take-all uh, regional quarterfinal in baseball, and Valley Mills uh, gets the 7-1 win, moves on to the regional semifinal, and uh, a step closer to, to Round Rock. Yeah, and I, I hope we have some teams that make it that far. But uh, Valley Mills, that was a neat-looking atmosphere, and the crowd was all packed in. And that I like the uh, I like the ballpark. I mean, that was nice, and I like it when uh, uh, some of these different pl- these places that have these nice facilities all share it and let some of the smaller mm-hmm. schools use some of those facilities. Those are really good. Now, what are you trained on? This very evening, as we kind of get ready for uh, the weekend's activities, you know, that buzzsaw of a softball program at uh, Crawford. I mean, I got to I got to check in on them more often because I basically just kind of pencil them in every year for state. And then I just kind of mm-hmm. don't really start paying attention until state. How how are uh, how are we looking in, in uh, softball, baseball right now in Central Texas? Well, the deeper we go, the smaller my whiteboard gets, but that's kind of how it's supposed to happen. We have a lot of local versus local uh, matchups this year in the playoffs. It makes it really easy to cover. Um, this weekend, I mean, we've got some really fascinating uh, series to, to watch tonight. Um, I'm mostly focused on softball tonight. Uh, I actually have to go to the Colleen Rodeo tonight, so uh, if you see me out there, I do like funnel kick. Um, the – but – the, the ones that I have uh, that I have my eye on and that Matt Lively is actually driving to right now, Lake Belton can close out its regional semifinal appear, uh, series with uh, a win tonight over El Campo, a low-scoring affair last night, uh, puts the Broncos one win from a potential rematch or a guaranteed rematch with either district rival Taylor, which no-hit China Spring in the second round a couple weeks ago, Ooh. or with the Liberty program that uh, ended its playoff run last year in the regional final. And so a win tonight does that for Lake Belton, and they have two, two chances to get one, uh, but the Broncos only hit, uh, only got two runs last night, and they both came in the way of a third inning, two-run home run. So they're going to have probably have to get the offense going in a couple more frames to be able to uh, guarantee that trip to the regional final. Um, the other one that I have my eye on and then Matt is going to tonight is uh, Midway and the Woodland. Midway gets a, a really good fifth inning rally uh, to win game one against the Woodlands last night and uh, put put itself 
you know, a win from a regional final and either two or three wins, depending on what the formatting is next week from, uh, from a state tournament appearance uh, in Austin next week. And so, you know, a lot of really good softball going on this weekend. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, like Felton gets going at five o'clock and couldn't, there's not a better venue for, uh, for softball in the States and uh, Davis diamond and college station is the way that uh, Matt Blackburn there at Lake Belton put it to me the other day. I like that. I I'm uh, I've been on the uh, Lake Belton uh, bandwagon lately. And, uh, and I also want to talking to Curtis Quillen, a man about town he likes to get out to rodeos, the Colleen rodeo. I love this. I, and by the way, folks, if you see him and you, you're worried he's been doing lines or something, it's likely a funnel cake that he's working on. <laughs> that he <laughs> that he that he has all over his shirt. Now you got to do probably stand ups and stuff from out there. So do not be getting food or mustard or anything all, all over you. The funnel cake is a recipe for disaster when it comes to that. Although most clothes, you can kind of brush it off and you can you can get the powder off of there. You know, I'm more worried about getting dirt all over me. Uh, I'm actually, so I'm doing the calf scramble there tonight. They have a calf scramble with some, some other people going around. I know, I believe uh, Chris Williams at Channel 10 uh, texted me that he's doing it as well. Um, I just hope that I can calf scramble with a former college free safety. Uh, so if I can, I'm just, if I can be competitive with Chris, I will, uh, I'll chalk that one up uh, in the win column tonight. Um, now my fiance teaches down the street from where I'm doing this. So naturally she invited all of her uh, family and friends to come watch and make fun of me as well. So I'm just really kind of hoping not to fall in a pile of things that would be difficult to wash out. And if I can avoid that, you know what, Matt, we'll call that one a win. I will be securing some video of this. And, uh, now I'm glad you said that I'll be reaching out to Chris. I hope Chris is listening. <laughs> And uh, and I, I do want video. And Chris is, he's a, he he appears to be slightly younger than you. And and the fact that he played college athletics, I'm not saying you weren't a decent athlete out out at Floresville. I was, but I think fine. I think I think he may have have a hand up on you. Hey, in other news, talking to Curtis Quillen, Channel Six. It is chilling with Quillen. How about our MCCers? I mean, now that was fun. In fact, I had. Uh, I had uh, Hunter Grimes on the other day. The DH man, he's got a he's got a live bat, and um, mm -hmm. Mitch Thompson and I've been talking. I mean, what a fun deal that is! I'm trying to see if I can get myself out to Grand Junction, Colorado. Doesn't that, doesn't that sound fun to go cover the World Series? I mean, Quillen, that's something that's something you and I need to do at some point, and I think here in a week or so would be a good time to do that. I think Grand Junction is one of the most beautiful cities and one of the most beautiful towns in, in, in the country. I've been through it a couple of times on road trips with my family. And, man, uh, it's a gorgeous, gorgeous area. I know John Werner at, at the Waco trip absolutely loves Grand Junction. He's very outdoorsy. Uh, he goes hiking and, and outdoor and out doing all kinds of outdoors things with his wife all the time. And, uh, you know, the Junior College World Series is kind of his haven for that. Uh, but, man, what a historic year for mcc you got a uh, a men's basketball conference championship and then for the first time in school history you get both teams into the world series at the same time or in the same year uh in baseball and softball i'm actually surprised though matt and i think i mean maybe not surprised but 
interested by the seeding when it came out today. MCC is the seventh seed at the Softball World Series, which seems low to me. But what that tells me is that the committee saw that it split with Temple in that championship uh, round of the conference tournament in Weatherford a couple weeks ago and punished the high lassies for it, which I'm not going to get into the politics of sports, but, you know, that was intriguing to me and something that I thought was quite strange um, because we're talking about a a high lassie team that, you know, anytime it blinks can hit a home run. And so I'm intrigued to see what the high lassies do, but man, doing it, making a run from the seventh spot out of the world series. uh, That's going to be an, that's going to be a, a tough hill to climb. Uh, not just for MCC, but for anybody, because you you look at who else is in that spot and or in that side of the bracket, and you've got a really strong two seat uh, that's just like MCC, good on both diamonds, and and Yavapai is the number two. Well, I could hear you. Do, I I could listen to you say high lassies all day, and I could tell you love saying it too. It's a fun word. Yeah, high high lassies. Um, yeah, this is going to be. Uh, MCC, and I love that story too with uh, Coach Barry. You know, having Coach Barry's coached in a uh, the College World Series, the the on the uh, JUCO Women's World Series. Obviously, was was coach over with the, on the men's side, and so what a cool story that is. With uh, mm-hmm. I'm I'm missing something else. There's like another championship uh he's been in so that's uh that, that's a really good one now let me ask you this did you get caught up in yesterday's back and forth between jimbo uh at at texas a&m uh jimbo fisher and his response to the nick saban comments i mean that was really something i mean i mean we we got a lot of stuff in the sec but it's usually just kind of people like lane kiffin just tweaking everybody and kind of having fun. We expect it from him. But to see, I mean, these are grown men. They've been doing it forever. Saban's 70. I bet what uh, I bet Fisher's closing in on 60 if he's not already. Um, and yeah. and they, have, they have been doing this forever. And, in fact, we're on the staff together at LSU for five years. And to be throwing haymakers at each other. And basically, Jimbo responds yesterday accusing him of, of, of you know wrongdoing i mean he was kind of alluding to two different they things each other of wrongdoing though but are, are we really going to call these haymakers are these actually haymakers or are these two kids two young kids throwing temper tantrums because they didn't get their way <laughs> i know like, but one of them is the most famous college coach of all time or the greatest he is the greatest i mean to me that these guys should be above this but they're not they're not. I mean, it is what it is is some kind of personal deal that they've decided to take public, and it is ugly. No, what it is is Saban took the wrong approach at playing the boosters by basically going to the. So, for those of you who don't know, the athletic department and the coaching staff cannot, according to NCAA rules, be involved in name, image, and likeness dealings. They can just make their players available for it, or they, they basically have to let make their players available for it um, to go make these deals. But that doesn't mean that when you're standing in front of a group of boosters in Birmingham, Alabama on a Wednesday night, you can't say, we finished number two, and I think it's because of NIL, which if Jimbo had, or if Saban had just left it at that, none of this would have happened. Hey, 
A&M finished first in the recruiting rankings. We finished second. I think it's because of NIL. The boosters would have picked up what he was putting down because the Alabama boosters will give Saban every advantage he needs to go win another national championship because that's what good boosters do. That's why the Blue Bloods in college sports are the Blue Bloods in college sports is they have boosters who write checks anytime the head coach needs something. It's not like it's that's, you know, there's no parody in college sports. There never has been. There never will be because as long as you have good boosters writing checks, they're always going to favor their program. It's why as soon as Boone Pickens started pouring money into my alma mater's football program, it started being competitive in the big 12 South. And then in the big 12, when the divisions went away. And so if he had just gone in and played it a little bit safer, but no, he called out A&M, he called out Jackson state. And now his former friend, because is Jimbo serious and he's done taking calls from Saban because of the way Saban handled this. And I could understand if he was, I think it's childish, but I could understand it because it's not the first time that Saban's taken a shot at Jimbo like that. And I mean, Jimbo was the OC there when they won a title. So they have that kind of history. They've been friends for a while. When Saban went to the NFL, Jimbo went to Tallahassee, finished up with Bobby Bowden, and then took over for Bowden when he retired. So he has his own pedigree there. But I do think it's a little funny that he's saying, go look for the skeletons there in Saban's closet. Um, But at the same time, the thing that was funniest about the whole thing to me, Matt, and I actually did a fairly long uh, detailed coverage of it last night at six. It's on my Twitter account. And I kind of made fun of the two of them because it almost seemed like two kids throwing temper tantrums and now they're running to their dad to tell on them or they're running to their mom to tattle. And the biggest indicator of the entire thing for me was when Ross Bjork reported Saban to SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey. Like, <laughs> seriously? That's how you're going to handle this? Like a child? Adult. Yeah, yeah. Well, statement and say they shouldn't have done this because X. Fine, don't go running to Daddy Greg Sankey. And I, the fact that Greg Sankey gave the um, college sports equivalent of "go to your room" to both of them. You're both grounded. No TV tonight. Like, like it's it's so laughable what these two have been, what these two clowns have been doing this week. Um, yes. People are getting paid for name, image, and likeness opportunities. It's fine. Yes, some of those name, image, and likeness opportunities probably are a little suspect. Not lost on me. We don't. We're not. We shouldn't be blaming A and M. We shouldn't be blaming Bama. That is something that was brought on by the NCAA's lack of pre- preparing for this era to come on. It had years to put guidance together for the colleges. And instead, it gave it three weeks and almost no guidance to do it. And so this was a classic, uh, to me, a classic temper tantrum between two millionaires who always get their way. Um, Ross Bjork's reporting of Saban is, to me, the biggest indicator of that. Um, And, yeah, blame nobody but the NCAA. Well, there's been a public reprimand given, uh, and of course, by by the same guy who plotted behind the backs of the Aggies with the suitors at Longhorn. So he can reprimand these guys all they want. And and Saban didn't back down. Saban just basically was just was saying, well, I shouldn't have singled them out. <laughs> well, it's too yeah. late now. Uh, totally yeah. fair. Go play the game with your boosters. That's how college athletics is played. 
but don't like he said, don't single them out because I'm pro- we're talking about two of the wealthiest college football programs in the country. I think uh, I think you're right. Hey, uh, in closing, um, did you get to? Um, you had a lot on your plate. Did, are you going to make it out to support your alma mater during this three game series? And did you have one <laughs> eye? Did you have one eye on that comeback? I did not see that coming. The Bears have obviously had a very rough season, uh, but it was uh, it, it was it was not salvaged, but it made everybody feel a, a little bit better to have that big comeback against your alma mater last night. Were you able to observe it, some of that? And do you refuse uh, to run highlights of that, uh, you know, on Channel 6 when that happens? So we, I had a really tight show last night. Matt Lively hit the Baylor game, hit uh, Bosky Del Toler at Midway, and then he hit Axel Valley Mills at Waco ISD. Um, so we just had early highlights of the game. Um, I think he left when it was 4-1. Obviously, we didn't put money of the runs in there, but we mentioned that, hey, by the way, Baylor cut it cut from down eight in the seventh to walk it off in the ninth. Um, has there ever been, you know, basically Baylor baseball did to Oklahoma State, minus the coaching aspect of it, what Oklahoma State football did to Oklahoma in December or in November. Um, for those of you who don't, or, you know, if you don't know, uh, Oklahoma State needed to win the series or I think sweep uh, Baylor to win the Big 12 Conference title. And then something had to happen with TCU because TCU was right on its tail or uh, OSU was right on TCU's tail after last weekend's sweep by Texas Tech in Stillwater. Um, but with Baylor walking it off, it not only clinched a spot in the Big 12 Conference Tournament and avoided the sweep against the number eight team in the country, Matt, but it also eliminated the Pokes from the Big 12 title race. Yikes. And so Yikes. I believe it's TCU's to lose now. And I think with a win tonight, TCU clinches the Big 12 regular season championship outright. It clinched a share last night uh, yeah. with Baylor's result and with um, Texas Tech's result. And so, I, I, you know, the fiance and I have talked about going up to Baylor tomorrow to watch game three. Uh, really, it just kind of depends on what needs to be done around the house. Yeah. Well, put some of your old uh, orange, whatever color orange we call that. Get out there. Support your guys. Everybody will understand. And uh, it'll uh, it'll be uh, it'll be a fun evening. Listen, have a uh, have a tremendous weekend, and uh, everybody out there watch Channel Six, and then uh, good luck in the calf scramble. I was glad I I started to uh, I was starting to imagine you like one of those little kids trying to wrangle the <laughs> sheep or whatever. But this is a different deal, I guess. So uh, be careful, though. I could see I could see some injuries coming out of this. So do not try to do anything heroic. Just just get out there and make people laugh, and that's it. Okay, you're not there to like win this. Uh, Matt, I'm overly competitive. I'm absolutely there oh, to win gosh. this. So I okay. appreciate it, my friend. Enjoy your weekend. All right, all right. My money's on Chris. All right, bye, Curtis. There he goes, Curtis Quillen, chilling with Quillen. All right, we continue down the path of college uh, football, and there's been some stories written now on uh, on. Some of the things that go all the way back to LSU. It is Saban versus Fisher. It all happens next in Campus Confidential. 
Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 John Morris here telling you all about my friends at Marineland Boating Center, home of Crest Pontoon Boats and Yamaha Outboards. They have boats in stock for immediate delivery. Enjoy days of fishing and family boating fun from Crest Pontoons, powered by Yamaha Outboard Motors. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 at Loop 340 South, or on the web at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. This is ESPN Central Texas. Coaches Smoke at 330 Austin Avenue in downtown Waco is proud to serve the community and the local colleges. Come on out to Coaches Smoke for $3 off nachos on Mondays, $2.50 single tacos on Tuesdays, discounted bone-in and boneless wings on Wednesdays, $2 domestics on Thursday, Thursday, and $5 burgers and barbecue sandwiches on Fridays. Happy hours 2 to 7 Monday through Friday, so stop by and catch the big game on one of their 35 big screen TVs. And don't forget about Coaches Smoke catering for your next event. That's Coaches Smoke at 330 Austin Avenue. Avenue in downtown Waco. This is Jim Haller, proudly speaking for Redwoods Incorporated. My wife and I had been thinking about the need to replace our old Redwood deck for a couple of years, but just kept procrastinating because of the big hassle we thought the project would be. That was the case until one day I picked up the phone and called Greg Evans at Redwoods Incorporated. He was nice enough to come out to our home the next morning and talk to us about the options available. He suggested what we needed to do from the decking material to the railings to the lighting to an outstanding contractor. To make a long story short we said let's go for it and a week and a half later thanks to redwoods incorporated we had a beautiful new deck to enjoy and to make it even better the cost was less than we had budgeted redwoods incorporated exceeded our expectations if you have a project in mind and want the best in wood products and customer service go see greg or scott at redwoods incorporated conveniently located off north valley mills drive on esther street behind applebee's restaurant you'll be glad you did It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Yeah, we've, uh, let's say we had all kinds of uh, folks entered our contest for schmaltzes, and uh, we had some winners that I think are going to be uh, attending the the uh, Texas Sports Hall of Fame banquet. Got some, uh, just got a lot of excitement going on. All the way around, and of course, I'll be there tomorrow night as uh, my longtime radio mentor and co-host Randy Galloway will go into the 
Media Hall of Fame. Um, also, Brad Sham, John McClain, Denny Freeman from the AP, Shereen Williams. I might have seen Aaron. Is this the one? I, I sometimes I get mixed up who went in two thousand four and who's going in now. But I, I did see Bill Mercer's name on this, and of course that's the famous. He did uh, wrestling at the Sportatorium, and uh, Aaron, you had some uh, wrestling ties back in the day, and then I think taught broadcasting for many years at the University of North Texas. But Bill Mercer is uh, about uh, he's a legend in in uh, in media circles. So. He either went in in 2004 or is about to go in, but tremendous, tremendous guy uh, and, and uh, very, very famous and, and also very humble and a gracious guy as well. All right, Aaron, it is time for Campus Confidential. What's on your plate, sir? Well, I mean, we can start with uh, <laughs> the um, wrestling brawl that is uh, Nick Saban. And Jimbo Fisher, we have some audio from that we can play. Ooh, I do love that. Yeah, yeah. It's just a little taste. Through. We may I'm play more of it later in the show. But yeah, I, exactly. We can uh, play the. <laughs> we can play the. Uh, the two, I don't know the two clips that best represent what's going on. First, here is Alabama coach Nick Saban calling out Jimbo Fisher in Texas A&M. But I know the consequence is going to be difficult for the people who are spending tons of money to get players and you've read about them you know who they are i mean we were second in recruiting last year AM was first AM bought every player on their team made a deal for name image and likeness all right we didn't buy one player all right but i don't know if we're going to be able to sustain that in the future because more and more people are doing it and here is jimbo fisher's response first of all i'll say it's a shame that we have to do this, it's really despicable. It's despicable that somebody can say things about somebody and an organ. More importantly, 17-year-old kids. You're taking shots at 17-year-old kids and their families. And they broke state laws. They're, they're, they're all money. We bought every player on this group. We never bought anybody. No rules were broken. Nothing was done wrong. It was all in the, and the way we do things, the ethics in which we do things. And these families, it's despicable that a reputable head coach could come out and say this when he doesn't get his way or things don't go his way. The narcissist in him doesn't allow those things to happen. It's ridiculous. But when, when he's not on top and the parody in college football he's been talking about, go talk to coaches who coach for him. You'll find out all the parody. Go dig into wherever he's been. You can find out anything. And it's a shame that you've got to sit here and defend 17-year-old kids and families in Texas A&M because we do things right. We're always going to do things right. Jimbo Fisher, apoplectic over Nick Saban's well, comments. I, first of all, I literally, as I was listening to that, wondered if something was wrong with the speed of like the audio or something <laughs> with his with the way Jimbo talks and they said he was like visibly shaking now at five o'clock we're gonna go to College Station and the beat writer for the uh, Brian College Station Eagle the Brian Eagle um, was at that press conference and he can kind of take us inside what was going on with all that and so that'll be good but that is a uh, that's a pretty weird that's a pretty weird situation for two grown men to be taking shots at each other like that. And oh my gosh, despicable! And Aaron, what I was about to say after that Saban part is, if he had just said, "Hey, you know, all knew who they are," 
I mean, maybe A&M would have been mad, but it wouldn't have been a big deal. Like, I don't think Jimbo would have called a press conference. Right. But he, that wasn't enough for him. He had to go on and name names. <laughs> and, well, and it's just, I, I don't, you know, and again, I, I think what we're talking, Quillen got into a little bit of it. What we're talking about is semantics a little bit. Like, oh, we didn't buy players. We didn't, well. We didn't break diff- state laws. Yeah, okay. Yeah, there's different ways to go about this. Sure. You know, and by the way, Texas has a different state law, you know, than, than what, what Alabama has. I mean, I, I, don't, it's, I, I don't think every one of these coaches is, is, has brushed up on everybody else's state laws. And the, the, where the money comes from, are these collectives that some of these schools have been, you know, and was A&M on the front side of this? Were they first to the party? They did a great job with it. Yeah. So I think if you're going to be mad at A&M, be mad at them for, you know, basically taking this, the wild, wild west and and playing it to their advantage. But I don't think there's any reason Aaron, and I think you've been kind of saying this too, for Jimbo to be all angry. And and, if anything, you should be happy that Nick Saban seems to be that worried about you. Well, and I think it'll just look worse when the details finally come out, and they will. And you and I both said all along that that A&M didn't do anything wrong. Um. but we also, I believe, and I think you do too, you know, that, that obviously they have a collective and that, that it had a huge impact on recruiting. They were top five, yes, during Jimbo's years, but they were usually fourth or fifth, and then they jumped up and actually had the highest rated recruiting class ever, you know, and that raises eyebrows. And uh, for people who are saying, oh, well, you know, they jumped from four to one, uh, that's no big deal. Well, it is. The difference between the having the number four class in recruiting every year and having the number one class in recruiting every year is the difference between Alabama and Georgia and Texas A&M or Notre Dame or any of the other schools that aren't winning national championships but that are that are pretty good every year. Yeah, I mean, that's an interesting point, although it, we, we there's always those teams that do incredibly well in recruiting. Mm, I may be thinking of a school just down the road, a little piece, <laughs> well. that – you know, can be the number five recruiting class in the country and have nothing to show for it. Bama, Clemson, now Georgia. I mean, they, they seem to get this thing done every year. I, first of all, I don't, I don't know why either side is that worried about the other because A&M, um, while they did beat Alabama last year, three of the four seasons Jimbo's been there, they've won basically eight games. Now that one year, I do think they won ten or eleven games and finished fourth in the country. Or they were nine and one because of the nine uh, and one co- the pandemic lo- year. Yeah, losing the game to COVID. Yeah, or a couple games. I and think. finished, you know, whatever top five in the country. I think with the the, the pandemic year. But yeah, this this whole thing is uh, become somewhat of a mess. But uh, it's it's fun to it's fun to talk about, <laughs> and it's it's amazing to see these guys continue to go after each other. Aaron, anything else for Campus Confidential? Yeah, one more um, before we uh, get to our guest. Uh, former Pittsburgh wide receiver Jordan Addison has made a decision, and Matt, you're going to be shocked. 
Guess where he's you... decided to play? Where? USC. <laughs> where everyone said he was going all along. There was oh, kind of speculation yeah. that he took the Texas visit and mentioned some other schools just because going straight to USC after his coach, Pat Narduzzi, had accused Lincoln Riley of tampering would have looked bad. Well, he ended up going to USC. He will reunite with star sophomore quarterback Caleb Williams. They were both from the D.C. area. Addison was the Blitnikoff Award winner as the country's most outstanding receiver last year and was a first-team All-American. He took visits to USC and Texas before deciding yesterday on USC. I love how we're acting like that's the big, you know, they're both from the Washington, D.C. area. Yeah. <laughs> so a kid will, like, move across the country, go to USC from Pitt because, I mean, it's not like they grew up going to the Smithsonian's together. Hey, Jordan, are y'all, are y'all, are y'all going on a field trip today? Y'all going to go over to the, 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 the Capitol? Y'all going to go over to the White House? I mean, my gosh, they may have barely known of each other. First of all, Caleb's a little bit younger. He's at least a year or two younger than this receiver. So I, I, I don't know. Too much is being made of that. Aaron, I had one thing to share with you here that um, I, I thought was uh, worthy of Campus Confidential, and that is the Bears, the Ma- Baylor men's basketball team, has been selected, I'm sure you had this, uh, has been selected to represent the United States at the inaugural Global Jam tournament in Toronto. All right, now I don't know exactly how many teams are going to get to go to this. Maybe maybe I saw it was like four teams or something. We'll play, the Bears will play as USA, oh, here we go, against Canada, Italy, and Brazil. Canada, very good at basketball. Italy, yeah, yeah. Uh, Brazil, at times, has been very good at basketball. I know that sounds strange because we think maybe of soccer with uh, Brazil, with the Oscar, they used to have a guy named Oscar years ago who was a great international player. Aaron, that really narrows it down, doesn't it, Oscar? But um, Global Jam, Aaron, just remember, when you spell global, for whatever reason, when they spell Global Jam, it's without the A, okay, Aaron? It's just G-L-O-B-L. I just wanted you to know for the future. (laughs) All right, uh, so anyway, big news for the Bears We're happy for them. All right, we will now go to College Station USA and talk to someone who was there as Jimbo Fisher fought for his school and his credibility. It's all next. Baylor Sports Beat, weekdays at 7.55 a.m. and 5.25 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boy's Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boy's Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you locked yourself out of your vehicle, or you're stuck in the mud. Remember, Big Boy's Record Service can help with heavy hauls as well. No job too big or too small, they do it all. In business since 1983, Big Boy's Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. 
is here, and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralight. That's a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they're offering 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And be sure and check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM. 92.3 FM and 100.9 FM. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at PioneerBoys.com. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you are searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Hopkins Oil Company is proud of the students, faculty, staff, and administration of Crawford Independent School District and wishes the Pirates and Lady Pirates all the best on the field, court, or diamond. Established in 1962, Hopkins Oil Company of Crawford is the oldest running wholesale fuel and lubricant distributor in Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Jeff and Molly Bays and open 24-7, Hopkins Oil Company has a proud tradition of quality products and outstanding customer service. If you'd like to learn more about Hopkins Oil Company, call Brad Cox at 254-486-0123. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. 
Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Marineland Boating Center, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. It is Friday. Thank goodness. Uh, and uh, got a lot. We got the Texas Sports Hall of Fame banquet coming up tomorrow night. And uh, this young man joining us now, Travis Brown, the Eagle, right down there, Bryan College Station area. Uh, and uh, all the talk has, of course, been Jimbo responding to Nick. Travis, you were right in the middle of this thing. Um, I did want to tell you before we get into this, tomorrow night, going into the Texas Sports Hall of Fame, my longtime co-host uh, in radio and the, and the great newspaper columnist for the Morning News and then the Star-Telegram, Randy Galloway, will be going in the hallowed halls of the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. Uh, and uh, Travis, I, I thought you would appreciate that. Yeah, quite a class, too, because you got uh, the, the great Shereen Williams, uh, an Eagle uh, alumnus, going in that as well, I do believe. Yeah, I mean, I feel like she and uh, John McClain are just taking a tour and entering many Hall of Fames. Uh, I, I don't think John can be put in any kind of Texas A&M Hall of Fame, but Shereen ended up in some kind of, you know, she's broken barriers, I, I guess, as a uh, female uh, journalist. And so they put yeah. her in one of those A&M, uh, I, I can't even remember. Y'all have so many ceremonies down there. There's no school, and I know you went to TCU, but would you agree with me that there's no school in the country that has more, like, things you can win as an alum or whatever? I mean, it's, it's an amazing deal. But one of those things I think Shireen went into recently. Yeah, she's a distinguished alumni, which is funny because for any other vernacular, it's former student down there, unless you're distinguished, and then I guess you're an alumni. So that's uh, <laughs> that, that that's the way it rolls in Aguiland, I guess. Yeah, well, we're uh, happy for everybody. Brad Sham will be there. John McClain from the Star-Telegram. Um, they told me John was in charge of the vote. So anyway, no, I don't know. I don't know who, I don't know who votes. <laughs> but anyway, I think, I think it's Robert Cessna. Actually, I think he's you know, my my my, uh, my boss down here. He's he's a big uh, a guy in that in that land. So you know, oh, send, send your well wishes, send your brides down there. Yeah, yeah. Tell Cessna I'm getting older. I'm uh, you know I'll be needing him at some point to to think of me. Okay, uh, this is uh, this is exciting times though. I mean. The coaches' meetings aren't for another twelve days in Destin, and then in July is that huge, oh, you know, SEC media days, and that's where the enormous uh, news broke last year. You were right there, Travis. I think you and Mr. Cessna were right there in the middle of all that as it was breaking. You were kind enough to jump on with us. Your buddy Zorneman, I think, broke that news, and 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 it was a reaction. Well, I mean. It, just when you think it's kind of a sleepy time of the year, where first of all, what was Nick Saban even doing? It, it was like the World Games or something in Birmingham. I, I still to this day don't even totally know what that is. And he's speaking at some type of forum, and he just takes up. He I mean he takes the 
It, it was unbelievable. He could have just stopped. I, we were just listening to the audio of it, Travis, and I'm sure you've heard it too. Nick could have said, hey, people, everybody knows who it is. And it would have been a shot at the Aggies, but not as big a shot, right? It, it, but it yeah. wasn't enough just to do that. He had to then say, <clears throat> they've bought every one of their players. This speaks to some kind of long-standing personal thing that he and Jimbo have going on. Let me ask you this. When did you first get a call yesterday as the beat writer covering the Aggies that Jimbo wants to, to was calling a press conference? How, how were you notified, and how long did you have to get up there? Speaking of a sleepy, t- what should be a sleepy time, I'm, I'm out here covering the uh, NCAA golf regionals at Traditions Club, so I'm just absolutely beat from three days of walking the course and have to check pages, uh, you know, proof the newspaper the night before. So I'm thinking I'm going to get a nice sleep in on Thursday morning. And luckily one of my coworkers wakes me up with a phone call at about 9.23 because at 9.22 a.m. they send out a email saying, oh, hey, you know, Jimbo would like to talk to you all. Uh, and so it was throw the dog in the crate, put some pants on, get in the car and get over there ASAP to hear what uh, – Hear what Jimbo had to say. It was it was a mad dash. <laughs> not not to mention not to mention all of that. Responding to your text message of, of making sure I was on the show today, so you can add that into the uh, to the mix. <laughs> I booked I booked you at about that thing was hastily called at about nine thirty. You're nine. I'm like, hey, you're on with me tomorrow at five o'clock. And as as uh, as uh, as the good friend that you are, you took the time to be like, okay, I just cannot <laughs> believe all that stuff was going down. Okay, so you make it over there, and there's Jimbo. Now, no, sports writers love to say, I, I think Zorneman's one I saw wrote, wrote this, in the bowels of Kyle Field. That's one of those things. You know, there's certain things sports writers love. They, they love nothing more than to say in the bowels of whatever stadium it is. But you, So you get down there, and you're setting up shop. What was Jimbo's like? What was the entrance like? I mean, was he was he hot? Did he come in there? Did he say hello to anybody? Or was it just, man, this guy had his game face on and he was ready to get after it? Well, first off, he had an entourage, and it was so in and out that we didn't actually even get to kind of figure out or ask who it was. But there was like there was like six or seven kids. Like it was it was like he brought the the boys and girls club of Brazos Valley with him, plus his German shepherd. There was a dog in the back. So you, you kind of paint that middle picture. There was a dog back there. Um, and he, he, he made his way to the stage. You know, he wasn't – he wasn't – you wouldn't think, necessarily say that he was just, you know, already fuming as he stormed up there. He, he, he made his – he kind of meandered his way up there like he normally does. And, uh, you know, uh, it didn't seem like it was going to be anything more uh, than, than maybe one of his usual kind of rants when one of these things happened. But, boy, did he, uh, did he pull out the – the, the, the daggers, the throwing knives, and, and, and that, that press conference for sure. Well, he said he just said it was despicable. Now, here's what I don't quite understand. Why can't he, and I, again, he, he, I, I, it, this, this does feel personal, but in a sense, it's like people are mad at the Aggies, and all the Aggies did was figure out how to do this a little bit quicker than other schools. They're not the only place that has huge boosters, but they are an efficient. I mean, there's a huge military tie-in in history with these Aggies. They were quick to get the collective together. So I, I don't quite understand why the why Jimbo and the Aggies are so defensive about a, a so-called 
buying players. In some sense, the, people are mad at them because they're too good at this. Why? Why do you think? And, and do you think? Do you, do you just think Jimbo takes it personally because it, he thinks it's being um, thrown out there that what they're doing is illegal? Do you think that what is what makes him so mad? Because most of this stuff with no real guardrails, the NIL seems pretty legal right now. Yeah. Well, no. Here's the thing that I think that in my opinion, is, is going on here. Negative recruiting has happened since since the dawn of recruiting in college sports. You'll have one coach who will go out there and talk to kids and say, hey, you want to go to school X because school X does X, Y, Z shady things or they're not going to do this to you. We'll do this for you. You don't want to go there. You want to come here. But there's always that unwritten rule that the negative recruiting stays stays in the shadows. It stays with the recruits, and you, the coaches, hear about how they're being negatively recruited, and and they don't usually bring that up. It kind of just is this unwritten rule. It's like baseball, where they you just you roll with it. You might tell the kids you know, something different and negative recruit on your own, but it stayed behind the shadows. And now the quiet part is getting said out loud in the public. The negative recruiting is coming out into the forefront, into the cameras. And I don't think necessarily the coaches know how to deal right now with the fact that their unwritten rules, the, the etiquette of coaching, if you will, is, is getting turned on its head a little bit. I, there's been times when coaches have called out other coaches, but a lot of times, and you know this, when the coaches really have a beef with another coach, they talk to the reporters about it off the record when the cameras are turned off to the side. Yeah. That's when that stuff usually kind of comes out, not in the middle of, uh, the the World Games press conference in Birmingham, Alabama, or in a special <laughs> call press conference. So you want to talk about how much the Wild West of NIL is with the rules, and it is. The rules are crazy, and there's rules in different states. It's kind of the Wild West of how the coaches want to deal with NIL, and it seems like you know uh, the, the stealing signals from second and throwing behind batters like you do in, in baseball is it, it, it's not kosher anymore in in college football you, you you can you can blast them you can negative recruit in the press now yeah it, it certainly happens and it, you know it's interesting here's baylor that was i think getting ready to <laughs> to kind of introduce its collective and they you know baylor's going to be a different collective they're not going to try to outspend texas or texas a&m that'd be crazy but they're going to be selective and do it in a way that fits the baylor dna whatever that is you know, uh, that, that fits a private Christian institution. What works for them? And so they were. I think they had kind of an interesting thing planned. And then all, st- all this stuff comes out, and now they're like, okay, we're going to start. I mean, how in the world? And talking to Travis Brown, a uh, reporter um, uh, for the Eagle down there at Bryan College Station, I mean, you can't. Th- this thought that you're going to retroactively punish some of these schools. I mean, first of all, Part of this is jealousy because schools are mad anytime there's a disruption. Okay, this is not the first time A&M in Texas and other schools have recruited well. It's just the first time in a while A&M has been the number one recruiting class in the country. And so I think there's some, there's some thought, well, they must be cheating. They've got to be cheating or whatever. I mean, Travis... Do you see any way there can be any sort of retroactive punishment? And if there are guardrails to be put in place, like who's going to come up with this? 
Like this retroactive enforcement seems pretty idiotic to me. Well, what, what are, yeah, what are they going to do? Okay, so uh, of course, a, a, the, the only way that they could punish a, a collective, a, 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 well, not a collective, but a, a university retroactively is if they go through the contracts that have to be submitted to the universities for compliance. And there's a clause in there that, or, or the, there's a clause in there that says, like, hey, if you score 18 touchdowns, we're going to give you a bonus, which that's illegal. Or if the, 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 uh, the, the uh, contract was ratified before the kid signed with the school, or there was some clause in the contract that said, hey, if you come to A&M, we'll make sure you have this salary. And, and no one's dumb enough to do that, to put that in the contract. So what are they going to do? And then that even begs the question, too, okay, well, if someone was dumb enough to do that, what what are they going to do? Because the NCAA isn't necessarily going to bare its teeth at any of this because as soon as they try to limit what a, a, a student athlete can make, they're going to take him to court, and Brett Kavanaugh has already said that he's going to throw the book at him. So I don't really know who is going to punish this. And, and then, too, so it's – in the state of Texas, of course, the NIL guidelines or, or the guardrails are the actual Senate bill that was passed for, for NIL, but there's not any uh, uh, sanctions listed in that bill. It's not like it's a speeding ticket. It's a misdemeanor if you take NIL money or, or, uh, or some kind of fraud that you're going to get taken to criminal court over. What, what's, what's the what, – there is no teeth. It's, it's, it's something that is totally not enforceable. So, yeah, I don't know how even not retroactively, even if they catch them in the middle of it or moving forward, I don't see any way that this is actually going to be punishable because even if you do try to punish it, it's going to get caught up in the court systems for years. I think that's what's going to happen. Uh, and Travis, you know, I, I did spend time in law school. I may have to look into all the legal ramifications. I'm always here for you if you need some, you know, legal help or on a story or anything like that. I'm not saying I can bail okay. you out of jail, but I can uh, I can kind of help you on that front. Listen, have a uh, have a great weekend. Get some rest. I mean, you've now covered this story. The regional is over. I did see at one point the A&M women were off to a hot start at Greyhawk in Arizona because I was looking at our, our Bears Boy, the women, our, the the uh, the Bears uh, uh, women's golf team—they're really good, and they did not have their best day. And at one yeah, point today, A and M was one, two, three in the uh, NCAA women's golf championships. Yeah, yeah, you know, and well, going back real quick to the the Jimbo Saban stuff here, this takes me back to the good old days of of Gary Patterson and, and Art Bryles. That that that's about as big of a a tiff as we've seen in these parts and then between these two that, that, that those are those are fun times <laughs> that's right oh the hate i never thought i would end up being better friends with gary than i am with art and i still like art actually but but i talk to gary all the time this is a very strange thing how life goes but um all right uh travis have a great one get some rest and I'm glad you put your pants on before you went to that news conference. I mean, I don't, I don't know if I needed that detail, but I'm glad you, I'm glad you did let us know that you did, you put your pants on before the press conference. Sometimes you just, you, you got to remember, you got to forget, and sometimes you'll forget. So make sure you're, you're, you're dressed up for Jimbo. That's right. You don't want to be pantsless at a Jimbo news conference. All right, Travis, have a good one. We'll see you soon. Travis Brown, there he goes, from the Eagle, Bryan College Station. 
And um, we got some uh, we got some fun stuff coming up next. Uh, MCC is headed to the World Series. They'll be going out to Grand Junction, Colorado, and um, we're going to talk to one of their star pitchers. He's a righty. That's next. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's number check of Baylor Athletics on the Friday. Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, a comeback for the ages for Baylor baseball. Men's tennis bows out of the NCAAs. And women's golf tees off today in the NCAA championships. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. When we moved to Texas, we were like fish out of water. We didn't know anyone in our neighborhood until our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent came to the house. She was so helpful and reassuring, a friendly face with that Texan hospitality I'd heard about. When we purchased a Texas Farm Bureau insurance policy, we knew we were making the right choice. We knew our family would be protected. Visit Texas Farm Bureau insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to find an insurance agent who's a true neighbor. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Allen Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. It was quite simply one of the biggest comebacks in Baylor baseball history last night at Baylor Ballpark. The Bears down 11-3 to the 8th-ranked Oklahoma State Cowboys until an 8-run 7th inning tied the game at 11 apiece. The Bears then won it on a walk-off two-run homer by Antonio Valdez in the ninth inning, 13-11. The final score, Baylor over Oklahoma State. Same two teams tonight on the air at 6:15. First pitch at 6:30, right here on ESPN Central Texas. Also from yesterday, Baylor men's tennis, the number three national seed, bowed out of the NCAA tournament in the Elite Eight with a 4-3 loss to number six seed Tennessee. Baylor softball opens play in the NISC, the National Invitational Softball Championship, tomorrow afternoon at 2.30. They're playing those games in Fort Collins, Colorado. And this morning at 8.30 Central Time, Baylor women's golf tees off the NCAA Championships from Greyhawk Golf Club in Scottsdale, Arizona. Here's Baylor women's golf coach Jay Goebel. Well, Thankfully, I, I don't have to get them in a good mental space right now because they're playing so well. I, I think the confidence that they're uh, exuding right now is is off the charts. Like they're, they're walking around like they're, they're the best team in the country right now. And they probably are playing close to the best in the country. So um, I, I love what I'm seeing as far as the confidence. They, they really, they've all been to Greyhawk. Like, you know, half of them played here last year. Uh, we also played a couple practice rounds out here this spring. So everybody who's out here has seen the golf course anywhere between two and 15 times. And I think that we know what to expect now. We know what the course is going to play like because it's, it's honestly set up exactly the same as it was last year. 
Baylor women's golf coach Jay Goble, part of our most recent Sikkim podcast. His team tees off this morning in the NCAA championships. Follow along at golfstat.com. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More Monday. I'm John Morris. Your weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. Check them out at nitschegroup.com. With the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency, Texans can go to one company and get access to insurance coverage options from many carriers. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Partly cloudy, breezy, and humid tonight with lows falling to 76 degrees. We'll see a mix of sun and clouds tomorrow with a 30% chance of afternoon showers and thunderstorms. 94 and once the front moves through, much cooler weather on Sunday with a 30% chance of showers and storms and a high of only 77. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. You know what would be weird? You go over to your buddy's house and he invites you into his bedroom and says, Hey, have you seen my bed? And then he proceeds to take all the covers off his bed, looks at you with no shame and asks you, Do you like what you see? Um, awkward. It's the same thing with your truck. A bare bed is an awkward form of truck nudity and it should be stopped. Now, our lawmakers aren't going to do anything about it, so Pickup Outfitters has decided to take the initiative. In the month of April, all solid bed covers are 200 $50 off when purchased and installed at Pickup Outfitters. You heard right. $250 off all solid bed covers in April. Folding, rolling, retractable, lid style, all $250 off. It's in celebration of our 25th anniversary, but it's also to help you from being that weird guy who wants to show everyone his bed. $250 off solid bed covers in April when purchased and installed at Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco, on the web at createacommotion.com. We first opened the doors of Jeff Hunter Toyota in 1990 and have become the premier Toyota dealership in Waco. We offer a full selection of new Toyota models, have a vast inventory of pre-owned vehicles. There's a state-of-the-art service and body shop with factory-trained technicians and a full-line parts department. Stop by and see Kyle Tumlinson or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco values. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixins. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Pascal Insurance and Real Estate is a full-service, independent insurance agency and real estate company. They write all policies from commercial to auto and home. Pascal Insurance represents multiple companies, including Safeco, Travelers, Allstate, Progressive, Nationwide, and Hoheim Prairie. The real estate experts specialize in residential, commercial, and farm and ranch properties. Stop by and check them out at 401 Madison and McGregor or learn more at psrealtors.com. 
Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Morton Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. In the Eastern Conference Finals, Boston evens the series at one with a win over the Heat, 127-102. Game two of the Western Conference Finals tonight, Warriors and Mavericks, 8 o'clock tip-off. High school baseball, Bosqueville beat Toler 10-1. Game two of the series tonight from Stephenville, 6 o'clock first pitch on kicker. Crawford softball beat Archer City in game one, 13-5. A day off today, game two tomorrow, first pitch at 1 o'clock on 104.9 FM. Bader baseball comes from eight down to a walk-off win, 13-11 over Oklahoma State. Bears and Cowboys again tonight. First pitch at 6.30. You can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Rangers lost to the Astros 5-1. Game 2 of that series tonight, 7.05 first pitch. And you can hear that game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes. Only on ESPN Central Texas. It's Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas. It is Friday. Lots going on. Lots of great stuff in the area, including MCC headed back to the World Series. Will Karsten uh, joining us now. And um, I tell you, this is uh, these are exciting times. Are you uh, are are you and your teammates? Um, is this old hat now, or is it still? Do you still get pretty pumped up to go back to uh, Grand Junction? I guess. The, the thought that you get to go back and, and uh, defend that, that, that world title or that national title, that's got to be a pretty great feeling, Will. You know, absolutely. I mean, I think, you know, it's kind of one of those feelings that is never really going to get old. I think that, uh, you know, last year we had the same group of guys that, you know, worked hard every day. And I think this year we got a whole new set of guys. And, you know, the work ethic has always been the same. And so, I mean, you know, having the ability to go back and potentially repeat it is definitely something that is, uh, you know, really keeping the energy up around the team. How did the pitching staff, I mean, that's a lot of games at that regional to get through, especially when you lose one early to Midland. What was the, just among the pitchers, um, I talked to Hunter the other day about what the, some of the hitters were thinking and everything, but when you lose that first one, what did you all sort of have to come together and, uh, because at that point, you know, to get this done, there's a lot of games, and and you're going to have to do more. Um, what was the what was kind of y'all's reaction after y'all uh, after y'all lost that first game? You know, I think a lot of guys didn't really understand at first kind of the workload that I think we're you know going to have to put in in order to get to the last game. But you know, I mean, if you see, you know, most of our guys that threw 40, 50 pitches out of the pen that, you know, really didn't have those opportunities early in the year. I think, you know, we just really started buying in and realizing that, you know, the guys to our left and right are battling every single game, every single at-bat. And so I think that was kind of our position in order to step in in terms to, uh, you know, get us a win in any way possible. 
And how about some of some of those were pretty exciting, huh? There's eight six. There were some. Uh, there was one. I think what thirteen to twelve. These were for pitchers. You know, you kind of wince when you see some of those scores. But you know, you guys had to kind of keep doing it. Now you can only go out there so many times, Will, and you've got an unbelievable. I was even looking back at uh, at the end of March, and my gosh, you were already what about nine and one at that point. Um, but you've thrown a lot of innings. When you get to this point in the year, how is your arm? Are you uh, do you feel pretty rested, and, and do you feel like you still have some of your best stuff ready going into this World Series? Absolutely, I feel like you know right now it's kind of you know where everything matters. So, as you said earlier in the season, I mean that's great. I mean the wins are great. I mean and I owe that to my teammate backing backing me up all the time. But I think right now is kind of whenever the best baseball is going to be played, and so. I feel great. My arm feels great. I know our other guys are feeling great as well. And um, I think right now is when the, our best baseball is about to be played. Will Carson, six-seven righty for MCC, joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Will, have you found that being that tall, do you um, do you sense that you can intimidate hitters from time to time? The the, the one I remember the, was Randy Johnson growing up, and boy, you were a kid when he was still pitching, but he was 6'9", and, and, or maybe even 6'10", and hitters just were scared of him. He also was a little wilder than you are, <laughs> so they thought it could, they thought he might hit him at some point. Do you, do you use that, you know, your height um, uh, to your advantage, uh, and, and do you, do you kind of sense sometimes when people see you, they're like, "Uh oh, this is I gotta I gotta face this big dude." I mean, I'd be lying if I said I didn't, but I definitely think that my height is a little bit of an intimidation factor. But I mean, I don't really rely on it in terms of getting guys out. I know, I know that for me and part of my game plan, whenever I'm pitching, is that I want to try and get guys out as quickly as possible because the goal for me isn't necessarily like how many strikeouts can I get? It's just how, how can I limit walks? How can I get my team up to the plate again? And then just kind of roll with that. Now, what has your experience been like at, at MCC? You had a chance to go other places. The pandemic, like a lot of people, hurt a lot of high school players. There's probably, uh, because of people staying, the super senior years, it really impacted high school baseball and where you had opportunities to go. I know at one point Tulane wanted you and you had uh, committed to Tulane. But once you got to MCC, why has this place been such a good fit and and who would you kind of give the credit for uh, you continuing to develop as a pitcher well I think the obvious answer out the gate is obviously Mitch Thompson I mean he's one of the greatest coaches that I've ever had the ability to play under but I mean as well as Peter Stark and you know coach Leverton coach Tyler Johnson Andrew Miller I mean they've all been really really big influences on me in terms of developing my game to kind of get to the next level and um you know, choosing McClennan after the pandemic is honestly one of the best decisions that I've ever made. Yeah, and and, and to have the chance to do this now, you obviously want to pitch at, in in the majors and all. What do you? Um, what, what's the what's the next step? You obviously you want to win another uh, national title for MCC, but what do you what do you feel like right now? You need to work on uh, the most, other than just going out and winning games. Like, are you? Are you still trying to sharpen, or have you developed, like even this season, did you introduce anything new to your repertoire out there? 
You know, I wouldn't say I've necessarily come up with anything new, but mainly just kind of, you know, sharpening the knife. Just every single day I've just been trying to, you know, develop, you know, three, you know, consecutive pitches that I can always throw for strikes. I want to be able to have that always in my repertoire. And, I mean, I have been toying a little bit with a fourth pitch, but as of right now, I think the biggest adjustment that I've made since last year in terms of this year to get to the next level has just been, you know, working on repeating my mechanics and, like, getting more comfortable in my body and just learning how to repeat every single time so that way – you know, whenever the season's coming along, that my arm is still in good shape, my body's still in good shape, and um, I think that's kind of been the biggest thing for me. What are you uh, on your fastball? What what are you what are you being clocked at these days? What's uh, what's kind of the high end that that you've been able to achieve, velocity wise? Um, highest end that I've had, I've been up to ninety six, but for the most part, I've probably settled in around ninety ninety three. But earlier on in the season, I was obviously my arms a little bit. You know, coming off the summer of rest, I was feeling a little bit more jacked up, I guess. But now that I've kind of learned how to kind of sit into that starter role, I kind of realized that, you know, I'm going to have to space it out in terms of six to seven innings rather than just go out and blow it out in one to two. Have you always loved the starters mentality? Obviously, you have the build and the power arm. You could pitch out of the bullpen. Uh, I could see some of these D1 schools desperately needing you as like a closer. But in your mindset, do you kind of, when you project the rest of your career, do you see, are, are you in that starter's mindset? And do you take, you know, pride in, in getting out there and eating those innings? Absolutely. And um, I think that's kind of something that I look forward to. And I have the opportunity to go to the University of Oklahoma yet next year. And so I'm super excited about that. But, you know, in terms of that, uh, next year at the next level, I'm willing to do kind of whatever it takes to make the team win, whether it's as a starter or a reliever or a closer. Yeah, I mean, I, that's a pretty awesome deal, isn't it, that that you and, and Hunter, a lot of the players on this team are getting opportunities like that. Hunter's going to Arkansas. They put tremendous resources in their program. OU's heading out to the SEC soon. I'm trying to think, will you – just, I guess it depends on how long you stay there and how long OU stays in the Big 12. I was trying to think in my mind, you know, if you're ever going to get the pitch of the SEC. But, I mean, what, what was your uh, decision like? Like, what, uh, what else did you uh, think about? And Because uh, you had opportunities, honestly, to play basketball or baseball coming out of school. Uh, but what, what was it about uh, OU that, that stood out to you? Well, I think the number one thing that kind of – stuck with me was the trust level that I developed with uh, Skip Johnson and the coaching staff there. And, you know, having Coach Johnson here in McClendon right now, it's kind of nice knowing that, you know, I know somebody up there that I can trust. And, you know, in terms of resources, I know OU has the resources in order to develop me even more. And so, I mean, I love their campus. I loved everything about it whenever I took a visit up there in the fall. And it was just somewhere that I, I could see myself playing at. Did you get to go over to a uh, football game when you went to visit in the fall? Yes, sir, I did. That was pretty. That was a pretty good time as well. <laughs> yeah, well, it's uh, it's gonna be that's gonna be a lot of fun. Now, basketball wise, do you ever uh, do you, do they try to get you like in these rec leagues and intramurals and that kind of thing, or or have the uh, has Mitch and the in the gang? ask you to uh maybe maybe uh not play a, play too much pickup basketball no coach thompson's definitely told me he does not want to see me on a court anymore and that's kind of a decision <laughs> that I've, I'm, i made 
I kind of sacrificed that last year, knowing that, you know, if I was coming to McLennan, like, this is what I want to do. And I'm still confident with that decision. I mean, obviously, I miss playing basketball a little bit, but, you know, this is my future. This is what I wanted to do. And so now I'm just 100% locked in on that. All right, and does the ball, talking to Will Karsten from MCC on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, does the ball do anything differently in that thin air, in that mountain air? You get up there to elevation at uh, Grand Junction, Colorado. I know the balls tend to, the golf ball flies longer, and when somebody connects, obviously the ball flies a little longer. But for pitchers, um, what's it like pitching in that? Do you, is is it... uh, do you have to kind of do anything differently with the with with that kind of atmosphere and, and weather? You know, I think absolutely. I think obviously, you know, the ball is going to fly a little bit farther in Grand Junction, but the good news is that it flies for us too. So our hitters will be able to have a field day as well. But, you know, I think in terms of the pitching staff, I think that no matter what, no matter where we play, I think the teams that we're going to see up there are going to be, you know, really competitive and they're going to have guys that can hit the ball far. And so I think that it all comes down to really just pitch location and executing pitches in certain counts. And so I think if we can handle that, I feel like the air shouldn't really be a problem. What's that, what's that fourth pitch you're tinkering with? Uh, right now it's kind of a little slider cutter action deal. Kind of want something to play off my sinker a little bit. All right. Why don't you wait till like the championship game and just unveil that thing. All right. In Grand Junction. Absolutely. <laughs> that might be a that might be a, a good thing. Did you ever watch, by the way, uh, Eastbound and Down, or what's your uh, what's your favorite um, baseball movie? You know, favorite baseball movie. I'm not too sure. I have watched Eastbound and Down, <laughs> but um, you know, I think in terms of baseball movie, I probably have to go with classic old sound. All right, I you might speaking of Eastbound and Down the. Uh, you might the mullet on a six-seven pitcher would would may perhaps make it even more intimidating. Have you ever given that some thought? I have, and unfortunately, last year I did have a mullet for a little bit, and uh, you know, mom was not too happy about it. So <laughs> decided this year I might keep it clean for her, so that way, you know, if she sees me on TV, I can you know make her happy at home. Okay, yeah, I like it. Mom gets a shout-out, and uh, you keep it pretty closely cropped. Uh, but, uh, well, congratulations on uh, being a Sooner, and that's got to be one of the cool things about MCC. You, you guys become such a – I mean, you know, you get two chances to have all these great teammates, and then you go and get your new teammate, teammates at, at uh, OU. And uh, Now, by the way, who is – I'm sure you want to pitch in the majors at some point or, uh, or, or have a go at it. Who um, who in the major leagues, uh, is there anybody you like to emulate or you love watching, a starting pitcher or a closer, anybody that really uh, you've always loved watching? Absolutely. My favorite pitcher right now has definitely been Max Scherzer. And, I mean, he's always just – and mainly just more of his competitive side of things. I mean, obviously my mechanics aren't as similar to his as maybe others, but I think mainly just seeing his mound presence every single time that he goes out there and just kind of the fight that he has is something that I try to mimic at times whenever I'm on the mound. Yeah, I would think Scherzer in the career he's had uh, would be a really good guy to, to emulate. And, uh, and you know, that's one of the cool things is you now live at a time when there's so many opportunities for you. Like when you go to OU and even at MCC, 
um, uh, will with all the player development stuff that goes on. I mean, there's just a huge investments that are going on. So I know you've had a lot of uh, access to that in San Antonio. But anyway, it's uh, it'll be fun to kind of watch your career from here. Cong- uh, congratulations on a great uh, uh, regular season in regionals, and, and best of luck to you in the World Series. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Yeah, fun to visit with you. There he goes. And uh, Will Karsten joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, 6-7. And, and earlier this season was throwing at 96. My goodness, that'll jump up on you in a hurry, especially from uh, somebody coming at you like that. And uh, that'll, uh, that'll kind of keep people from digging in. I'm sure he occasionally will come inside a little bit. MCC will start uh, the 28th. That, that, that – uh, the World Series is the uh, May 28th through June 4th in Grand Junction, Colorado. All right, it's Matt Mosley's show. The Dismount is next. Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at SyntechSportsFan.com. The Premier Gun Range Experience has arrived in Central Texas. Republic Gun Club is a unique one-stop shop for those who want a high-quality, memorable experience. Republic Gun Club is the only full-service indoor gun range between Dallas and Austin. With a training center, on-site gunsmith, firearm retail, and event venue, there's no reason to go anywhere else. Visit our 19-lane facility featuring three 100-yard lanes. Head over to RepublicGunClub.com for more information. Republic Gun Club, your home on the range. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Niche Group Insurance Agency. With the Niche Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Niche Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Niche Group at 1-800-258-8302. Tom Ward and Garrett, weekdays 7 and 9 on ESPN Central Texas. Hi, this is Brian Reese, General Manager of Harley-Davidson of Waco again, inviting everyone to come see us. Spring is here, and it's time to get your knees in the breeze. All new 2021 bikes are on sale. We have 2022 models arriving daily with over 150 bikes to choose from and a huge selection of certified pre-owned Harleys as well. Harley-Davidson of Waco, located off of I-35 South and New Road, Harley-Davidson of Waco, where you'll never ride alone. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at SyntechSportsFan.com. Listen up. If you take pride in your lawn, you need to mow with the best. Gravely. The made-in-the-USA perfect cut quality grass devour and beast of the zero turns. Gravely residential mowers are built just as tough as their commercial machines with comfort and features you won't find on other mowers. Mow with perfection. Get yourself a Gravely. The full line of Gravely residential mowers is available at Landscape Supply. Come visit our new 10,000-square-foot showroom in Spiegelville for the largest selection of outdoor power equipment. 
John Morris here telling you all about my friends at Marineland Boating Center, home of Crest Pontoon Boats and Yamaha Outboards. They have boats in stock for immediate delivery. Enjoy days of fishing and family boating fun from Crest Pontoons, powered by Yamaha Outboard Motors. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 at Loop 340 South, or on the web at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. Unique, one-of-a-kind gifts for all occasions can be found at Appaloosa Trading Post, Rodeo Pond. You'll find a nice selection of metal art and wall decor items for your home or office. Western art and pictures, purses, Talavera pottery, lamps, boots, hats, crosses made from metal resin, and Montana silversmith items. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118-222462. It's the world's best Western store, Appaloosa Trading Post, Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. In the Eastern Conference Finals, Boston evens the series at one with a win over the Heat, 127-102. Game two of the Western Conference Finals tonight, Warriors and Mavericks, 8 o'clock tip-off. High school baseball, Bosqueville beat Toller 10-1. Game two of the series tonight from Stephenville, 6 o'clock first pitch on kicker. Crawford softball beat Archer City in game one, 13-5. A day off today, game two tomorrow, first pitch at 1 o'clock on 104.9 FM. Bader baseball comes from eight down to a walk-off win, 13-11 over Oklahoma state bears and cowboys again tonight first pitch at 6 30 you can hear that game on espn central texas rangers lost to the astros 5-1 game two of that series tonight 705 first pitch and you can hear that game on fox sports central texas sports center every 20 minutes only on espn central texas it's time now for the dismount on the matt mosley show on espn central texas on his the dismount and we'll need to uh say goodbye to you uh and one of the things we're monitoring at the end of today is the uh, pga championship going on in southern hills tulsa i like that the uh, the morning guys had uh, the cottonwood uh pro on today to talk about things over there well i've played a lot of rounds out in cottonwood and uh, always enjoy myself out there but the uh, Will Zalatoris just saved par, and he just finished. Uh, uh, he'll he's moving on to 17. That is Dallas's own Will Zalatoris. He's tied for the lead, and then somebody named Pereira. All right, and I'm going to have to do a little research. I have not followed. I follow a lot of golf. Love it, but Pereira's not a name I know much about. And Pereira's sitting there. Tied for the lead at the PGA Championship. And there's still some golf to be played out there. Uh, and there's some, some movement on the course. I would say that um, uh, the big news today on the Baylor uh, front is the President Livingstone. That announcement went out that she has been extended all the way till 2032. Let's just let's just hand them out, man. It's great. She's earned it. She's done a great job. Her name was coming up for a lot of stuff lately. So let's extend her. Mac Rhodes with the extension. And so all uh, those are all good moments all the way around. And we'll, we'll uh, we have put a request in to have President Livingstone on 
Monday or Tuesday and visit with her. Meanwhile, Tiger is on 16, and he is fighting like crazy to try to make this cut. So we'll let you know, of course, you'll know over the weekend. Oh, hit a gorgeous shot. Everybody have a great night, great weekend. We'll see you Monday at 4 o'clock. Good night, everybody. This is the Big 12 Buzz, a daily look inside Big 12 athletics. Here again is the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's time for a check of Big 12 athletics on today's Spectrum Big 12 Buzz. Coming up.